computer again. Take two. You know what I really hate about Paul Theron? <laughs> I can't stop screwing around with him. We're recording. It's like the fire's hot. The fire's hot. And I'm like, I know, I know. We're recording, and he's like, you know what? You know, it'd be a great time to do is screw with I'm my connection. Shake the computer and see if I can make the Ethernet cable come loose. <laughs> this is the that second recording of this episode. Uh, intense, at but... least the first, I don't know, five <laughs> seconds of it, because Paul. I was like, ooh, what if I press this? And then his connection went down. I am literally a child. But anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I don't even OBS, know. OBS, you were saying. Yeah, you, well, you I was annoyed at OBS. not like. Whatever. OBS is great, but it's bad because it instantly records. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter anymore. Um, we're curious. So I thought it was an invite only thing. Okay. The Arc browser. You. Yeah. Well, what happened was so last um, year, I don't mm -hmm. know, it's like May something. Mark said, hey, we're coming up with the Windows version uh, by the winter. Yep. You can join the wait list. So I did, right? I forgot about it. Mm -hmm. And then, um, I don't know, sometime in early, mid-December, they emailed me and said, good news, you're in. You know, So mm -hmm. it's kind of it's not like a, I was invited because I'm special. I just was you know, on a wait list. So, I mean, I could argue you're special. <laughs> especially I am special in certain ways, that's for sure. Um, <laughs> I get little stickers and stuff. It's fun. So... Um, <laughs> There's a sticker for not touching your computer while you're recording a podcast. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I've been kind of using it off and on. I finally, last, I, I've been, you know, I experiment with stuff, but very explicitly looking at that, looking at Arc Browser, maybe go back and look at, at DuckDuckGo. And I actually mm -hmm. used it over probably four or five days on one computer. And um, honestly, I think that's something to look out for. It's just that it's so incomplete. They don't have extensions or any mm. account sync anything and you know there's just it's just a little too raw but you know the it DuckDuckGo I think people trust this company and it's going to be private and secure so if something like Brave turns you off a little uh, for whatever reason I mean this might be something to look out for. Arc is um, Arc's different like they you could you could go down a real rabbit hole trying to figure out what this company is doing because they they're you know they talk a lot or write a lot or make videos a lot about their little ideals and whatever yeah, it makes yeah. the you know the internet uh, the the browser almost as a an os or a platform or something mm -hmm. which you know makes sense on some level <clears throat> it's um it's chromium based so you have to uh, well no that's i'm sorry those things don't follow it's chromium based <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's good in some ways because you get that compatibility and performance and all that but you you're going to want to install extensions for tracker blocking and ad blocking and things like that. And then it becomes safe. It is really complex um, to get used to, but you know, like a lot of tools like notion is like this. If you, if you look at notion, there's, there were like a thousand little options everywhere. It's weird. Yep. Like, and everything works a little differently. Mm -hmm. If you used to one note or any simple markdown note editor, whatever, Notion, frankly, is, you know, it's it's actually kind of complex. I mean, it, it does a very basic thing if you wanted to, but, you know, Slack is like this too. And so we have, I mean, when did, we're 25, 20, we're almost 30 years into web browsers, right? I mean, we kind of get it. <laughs> and the problem is all of that muscle memory, I keep calling it that, I guess it's just memory. Mm-hmm kind of works against you because your experience doesn't always translate to what's happening in this browser. Um, here's something, this is a great tool for power users. If you're in the, if you've ever used Visual Studio Code or 
uh, terminal app in Windows, you might know that like it's like Control Shift P, right? Control Shift, yeah, brings up a command mm -hmm. bar kind of a thing, and you can type commands, and then they auto complete and whatever. And this browser actually works exactly the same way, except it's Control T, which is normally for tabs, <laughs> right? And then you can use it to either look from the list and see what's in there, or start typing, and it will it lets you get to open tabs. Where they have their own little UIs around spaces and folders and whatever, whatever content you have in the browser. And then you can just use it like an address bar and just start typing a search. Um, and it will search with whatever your, you know, default search engine is. It, it's a weird product. I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I, I can't say like, like it's the future of web browser. I mean, yeah. it, it might be a little too much for most people. You can also have multiple spaces. So the, the tabs are always vertical. There are, you can have multiple spaces all with their own little color scheme and stuff. You know, mm -hmm. there's favorites that are across all of them. There are things that are pinned that are unique to the space. It auto clears out open tabs uh, every 24 hours, I think, by default. And you can change that. But they're always sort of available. So they're not in the browser taking up space and memory. But if you want to get them back, you know, Control-T, start typing. You know, you're like, I know I was doing this. And you can go get them back. Like, mm -hmm. it's, it's just a different... It's different. I don't know mm -hmm. how else to say it. I mean, it's, but there's a lot there. Um, I don't know. I think for people, you know, who might read the site and maybe watch this podcast, it's it might be right in the wheelhouse in the sense that it's a, it's very capable. And if mm -hmm. you take the time, I bet, I bet there are people, you know, who are technical like us and, and like the stuff that would be like, yeah, actually, this is this is hitting on a level that's very different. Yeah, I'd be very curious. Uh... Do you have, does it have to be linked to an account or just do you just need an install? There's no account. Oh, no, no. I'm sorry. That's not true. There is an account. Yeah, you have to sign into an account. So you have that might be a thing because it's in beta. Like right mm -hmm. now, I think what they're trying to do is prevent people from getting um, into it without, you know, being invited. I think yeah. that's what the account's all about. So I think eventually there won't be an account necessary. But I, to my knowledge... I was just, I'm not even sure if there's sync, <laughs> to be mm -hmm. honest. Uh, there must be, though. There must be. But Yeah, I'd be curious to see how it would work for, like, me, who I live mm -hmm. a lot on the web, th just through what Stardock yeah. does. Like, we have, we use Jira on the web. We use our, our, our e-commerce is all yeah. on the web. Obviously, our website's on the web. And so, right. so like, do yeah. you uh, So, do you use vertical tabs, first of all? No. So, but, you'd have to get used to that, because yeah. there's no way to, you can't turn that back because the the UI is very specifically the sidebar. Now you can hide it mm -hmm. and you can resize it to a certain point, right? Um, but it's there. The, the tabs are going to be on the left. Um, so there's that. Mm -hmm. um, I don't use vertical tabs and I, I, I don't know. But I still, I don't know. There's a part of me that's like, oh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe. I don't like that it's not kind of private and secure by default. I, yeah. I, that to me is a huge mistake, and I don't quite get that. But mm -hmm. then again, so is Opera. I mean, I was I, I've been looking at different browsers lately. Like Opera has some weirdnesses of its own. Like one thing about Opera that I find a little odd, and I really I looked into this. I'm like, this can't be right. They they have an interface that's kind of their new tab slash home display. Mm -hmm. You can't you can't make it like you can install a um, an extension that is a new tab page like momentum or bonjour which is the one i'm using now 
you can install that in Opera, but you can't make it the new tab. <laughs> like there's no, they have their own thing called speed dial and you can't, you actually can't replace it unless I'm completely missing something. Hmm. Um, so every, you know, every browser to some degree has like a, I don't know, some difference. But when you look at, I don't know, Brave, Opera, Vivaldi, Edge, you know, in Chrome, right? They're, they're all very obviously similar and probably by design because that makes it easy to switch. Um, but when you look at Arc, you're like, what is this thing? <laughs> like, it's it's different. So I don't know. Maybe people going from OneNote to Notion have the same Yeah, I mean, that was a pretty sh big shock to the system. This Well, this is what one of the appeals, uh, one of the things that's appealing about uh, Loop, if they ever get it right, which is that it looks and works like Notion. Mm -hmm. But it supports all the keyboard shortcuts it used to as an Office user. Right. So when you want to do things like make headings or change the formatting of text, in Notion, it's a very weird, it's almost like a WordPress thing where each thing you do is like a block and you have yes. to yep. click those dots on the side and, and you know, move, change to or something. So it's it, it, you have to get used to that. And also, by the way, get used to the fact that no other app on earth works like that. Um, so there there is that little bit of a, a learning curve, I guess. So Arc has this and it's weird because we, like, you know, you say we, we all spend most of the day in a browser, right? So we really have developed, uh, you know, style or um, habits and, and traditions almost. Mm -hmm. I mean, and Arc breaks about 50% of them. And Fantastic. It's, yeah, no, but it's hard. It makes it hard, right? Yeah, I can no, invite you. Uh, I can invite you into Arc, by the way. I think I okay. got a thing about Hook that. Hook a brother up. You know, I'll, I'll forgive yeah. you for screwing with your PC as we started recording. <laughs> I think so. It's in here somewhere. I'll, I'll find it. Bring a buddy to Ark. You're a buddy. I'll bring you. Yeah. Okay. We'll do that later. Not now. I'll, I'll, let me just <laughs> shake the computer. It's going to be tomorrow morning. Like, Brad, hey, right? <laughs> like, be tomorrow morning. Like, hey, is that invite in the mail? Yeah, exactly. No, I left it open, so I'll remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And try. Yeah. Interesting, I think, is the phrase. It I is think. interesting. It's, um, I, I, I guess I tend to, I, I guess I prefer, no, I, I definitely prefer things that are kind of minimalist, right? Mm -hmm. One of the things I like about, you know, one of the things at Brave, it, obviously privacy security, but then it's also, they don't do a lot of UI innovation and I, and God bless them for that because honestly, the crap that's all over Microsoft Edge, which is another browser I've been reusing a lot recently because I'm going to update the chapters in the book mm -hmm. again. And it's always such a slog getting through this UI. It's like it's like you're in molasses all the time. And uh, they do a little too much, I think, on the on the front end. Brave is I, Brave barely looks at it. I mean, in some ways, they almost need to look at it a little bit more. Like their menus don't scale very well, et cetera, et cetera. But, um, but I like, you know, obviously, I like what they did in the back end. I, Arc is... Not min well. It's okay. Actually, Arc is a little minimalist in its own way. There are little icons all over the place, mm -hmm. and you're like, "What's that thing?" And you mouse over it, nothing happens, and you're like, "I have no way to knowing what this is unless I click on it." And then it deletes something on the site. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> what was that? And you, there's no way to get it back. Yeah, might, well, I mean, you can go get it back, but there's a lot of little bits where you're like, "I don't understand what's going on here." Or uh, keyboard shortcuts, like if you want to, there's no address bar, but you can select what is essentially an address bar. Um, control L works, which is the a common across all browsers, all mm -hmm. platforms. But in Windows, we're kind of used to Alt D, right? Alt D, yeah, Alt D, and that does not work. <laughs> in fact, if anything, it probably does something else, which is one of those problems. If you, you that's the memory muscle memory thing. Like you, 
you like control T and you're like, oh, what the hell is this thing doing? It's putting up like a, you know, like the search box you get on the yeah. Mac that's in the middle of the screen. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how the command palettes work in terminal and uh, Visual Studio Code. Whatever the name of this thing mm -hmm. is, it's the same thing. It, 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 it appears in the middle and then as you type, it drops down results, actually prize results from the beginning too. But it's, it's, it's like a little, it's a navigational thing, basically. I mean, but it's overloaded. You know, it's not just like, it's everything in the browser. If you use like, you said Jira and whatever apps you might use at work, mm -hmm. you know, they have this system of, um, well, you can have favorites, obviously, and those will be in every space. I'm trying to get into the terminology here. Um, you can pin things and you have to drag them up to do that. So they're always in that space and they never get, you know, auto erased or whatever. And then they have this notion of favorites, which uh, which puts in folders, right? And so you could you could have like a, an app or a folder of just apps, or you could have individual apps. You could have a sidebar of just apps. You know, mm -hmm. there's all these different ways. It, like if you are into very specific organizational schemes, like some ADHD disaster, like me, um, you might really like this. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, it's like, you know. The big yeah we'll we'll see I'll I'll give it a spin, uh, yeah. and see if it can. If it does, you have to give it time. You're going to be frustrated at first. It's just a little too different, and it's worth reading. They they have documentation. Yeah. Obviously, there have been reviews. You know, when it came out on the Mac, it's it's kind of worth like kind of boning up on it a little bit. It's because mm -hmm. it's it it's it is definitely an RTFM thing. Like you. You can't just like, you know, sign in and go. I mean, you could, but it would, you'd have no idea what was going on. You know, it, it is unfortunately that it's that next, it's, it's a little too much. I could yeah. never, my wife would never use this. Never. You know, well, I, I shouldn't say that. I, I just think the, the, the that barrier to enter is mm -hmm. a little high. I don't think she, she would look at it and be like, yeah, no, but it's possible actually with time she could find it very useful. I don't know. We're not. Yeah. No, it's very, it is very yeah. interesting. Uh, it is very interesting. It, it does hit at that Slack notion part of the market. 